Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, today is Squared Circle 101 and we have another great episode for you, this is your power hour of pure entertainment, you got your man, the Thai Italian Stallion, Sonny Ill, now with me, now you know what they call it, a hard on in Tacoma, a carbon coma, my man Shooter, right here, <laughs> And we are here to talk about the sweet science. The champ is here. Don't forget to hit us up at squaredcircle101 at gmail, facebook.com forward slash squaredcircle101, or on Twitter at talkingsmack101. We are here to do this today. Are you feeling good? Because I'm feeling great today. Man, I told you I'm on an emotional high today, man. We we uh, we were in the process of boxing royalty today, man. So I'm really eager I'm really eager to get this show on the road, man. Now, before you make me feel good, I want to give a quick shout-out to my man at IAMRCF.com. This is CrossFit. This is fitness. If you want to feel better, then be better with the best. In Western Washington, three years in a row by King 5 and Evening Magazine. So if you're in Western Washington in Seattle, you down in Tacoma, if you're down in Renton, even if you're up north and just want to travel a little bit, or if you're here visiting, hey, if you came in for some of the smoke, it's fine with me. Get a two-week free trial if you mention Square Circle 101. If you heard it here on the podcast and you're down in Washington, do something. Feel better. Be better. Test yourself, especially if you think you're already fit and buff and swole. Find out at IAMRCF.com. This is CrossFit. This is fitness. Now make me feel better. When you, uh, you know, when you were in school and like say the teacher asked you to read and you wasn't paying attention because you was in the back seat you know using the back seat messing around and now you gotta ask you gotta miss hughes what's paid 15 on and then then you look you look stupid and you're not prepared for what's going to happen when your number is called be ready i like that Set you, one of my old bosses always tell me, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. So when your number is called, make sure you be ready. How many times have we seen like a backup quarterback texting on his phone? Like, what? My hey, time? Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman. Willie I mean, Beeman. that was what, right. but still, when your number is called, be ready. That's right. And you know what, though? We got something special for you guys, though. I ain't, I ain't even going to I ain't even going to tell it, man. We just going to get let it get rolling. Some more royalty for you. All right, here you go. All right, you guys, man, we got something really, really, really special for you today. We got Tacoma Zone middleweight champ Sugar Ray Seals, former Olympian gold medal winner in the 72 Olympics. National and Golden Gloves champ. We are in the presence of boxing royalty. This is town business, man, and um, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. From what Pops tells me, man, you're, you're a walking dictionary slash thesaurus slash... Aficionado. Man, aficionado, man. He says you remember dates, names, places, cities, countries <laughs> like that. Like it's nothing. Like man, you got it written down and memorized, man. So, um, I only have a few questions, man. But from what I heard, you a storyteller, man. So all I gotta do is just let you talk, man. We'll try to find the right subject. <laughs> we'll try to find try the right subject, man. So me, we can start with some of the basics first. We'll start with some of the basics now. Your pops is the one who got you into boxing because he was a boxer. Yes, uh, Charles uh, Augustus Seals Sr. Uh, he was the best in the family at that time because he had a record of 30 wins and one loss. The one loss was uh, because he went out the night before. And <laughs> <pulled around. laughs> he, you know, you know, they always tell you, watch yourself. Yeah. 
You know, that's that's what they take. Be careful. Watch yourself. I mean, and, and you know, tell the truth. They say sex ruins legs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sex ruins legs. We all tried, and then, you know, it did happen to us. But I learned from him, and then I had three other brothers. Uh, we all was good together because we, we hung it out. We learned, and we hung it out together. And then I moved from the Virgin Islands in 1964 to Tacoma, Washington. Nice. Tacoma, Washington. Coma, Washington, Tag Town. Hey, but town business. Here's a story. There is a story, man, because moving to Tacoma, Washington was only because my mother's brother, which is my uncle, lived in Tacoma, Washington, and he told her that there were special doctors that could fix Wilbur's eye. My brother got hit in the eye with a fruit called a kidnap and got his eye knocked out. Wow. And and he, he told her, yeah, and she said, okay. So she took four of her children, which she had eight. She took four in 1962 to Tacoma, Washington, to see if they could fix that eye for my brother Wilbur. And it didn't work. It didn't work. But she stayed because she found something in Tacoma, Washington. And there I came right behind, 1964. Landed in Tacoma, Washington, 1964. Had a little experience because of my dad, uh, his record, and. Me and my brother, we fight after the school recess and all yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> you know, we, that's how we learn. Boys being boys. Yeah, that's how we learn because nobody else want to beat each other up and, and then all of a sudden friends and then go back to the school. Yep. Yeah. You know, back in them days, you can get beat up, man, and then you're friends the next minute. Next minute, yeah. yep. Because it's just a game. We're just enjoying ourselves. Already, so, yeah. Come on, we enjoying ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, so all of a sudden... We left the game, man. I moved up in Tacoma, Washington, 1964. I couldn't speak the English. I had an accent because we're in the Virgin Islands, and there is an accent. And uh, so I had to ball my fist up by saying, fight. I met Joe Cloud of the downtown Tacoma Boys Club uh-huh. in 1964, man. And, and, and he knew what I was talking about. I said, box. Because that's, but but at that time, Downtown Boys Club didn't have a boxing team. Okay. You see? But but he was one of the guys that was related to the club. Yeah. Boxing started, man, in 1964, 65. And Sugar Ray Seals were one of the first to win an award for the Downtown Tacoma Boys Club. For that gym. Nice, nice. How'd you get the name Sugar Ray? Uh, in 1965, they said I looked like Ray Robinson. Good compliment. 1965. That's a good and it's compliment. Been, it's yeah. been there ever since. Nice. Ever since. You know something? I think in my jacket, I have a paper in my jacket that shows you the titles that I won from 1968 to 1972 to when I went to the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. So, well, hey, man. Boxing. When I went came to Tacoma, Washington, with Joe Clyde in downtown Tacoma Boys Club. They didn't know about boxing. We all didn't, so we all started together. Joe thought he was going to be a boxer, and uh, he got hit in the lip, and, and that was it for him. But he saw something. He saw that maybe he could hang, hang with the brothers yeah. and, and become one of them troopers in the club. Downtown Tacoma Boys Club boxing team. I mean, that's how we started, down there South 25th and District. One of the best places ever, man. We we came up with champions. 
know, I tell people all the time, if you want to know if, you, if, you, if you're made for boxing or any kind of combat sport, you got to get punched. You got to get in there. You got to get popped yeah, once to see if you're really made for this. What was you just telling me outside before we walked in? You said boxing is for everybody. But everybody ain't for boxing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. We all want to. Now we really do because Mayweather brought the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all do now. Hey, but way back before that came up, man, boxing was, was a sport. Everybody loved the game because you can do what you want to do in the ring, beat the crap out of that guy, and after it's all over, you have a friendship. You have a respect for yes. somebody. You have a respect for somebody. And it's, and it's funny, too, because, like, the first time I ever stepped in the ring, it's I appreciated myself and I appreciated my opponent a lot more than when I first stepped in from when I first started sparring to anything like that. You have an appreciation, a mutual appreciation for somebody who just punched you in your mouth, mm -hmm. and then it's no hard feelings after that. Hey, man, it was a sport. It was the art, slipping and sliding, bobbing and weaving, catching and countering. Yeah. You know, that's what it was. Yeah, you respect Come on. Yeah, and and, and now you, you tell you tell those guys, say, listen, man, you, you want to be champ, you got to be first. Yep. You got to be first for that punch. You got to be first to pop you gotta be first off. You got to everything. You got to be yeah. first to make. What? Who? Bow. And that's it. It's working. It's working. Because you don't want to be second. Mm -mm. Second mm -mm. is losing. Yep. There ain't no second. No. No. But, man, get back into the club, man. Listen, when we started our amateur career, I didn't know nothing either. I was by myself because I spoke Spanish and English together and come out in big old blah. Mm -hmm. You know? But yeah. I had to become friends with everybody the only way that I knew how to show them how to win. Where this guy come from? Yeah. From the Virgin Islands. That's your respect. Come on, man. Yeah. You definitely. know, I had to. And we had guys like the Armstrong brothers. Uh, D Darnell and Davey Armstrong. Davey and right. Davey, Alfred, uh, Dennis, and Frankie. Yeah. The Armstrong brothers. It was funny about that. The reason why I know those names is from the years I spent at the Tacoma Boxing Club. And uh -huh. I see their names all the way on the banners and stuff Come like that. On, so, I, I, so I see that all the time. Nice, it's just one of those. Nice. I was like, I know that name. Never them is the guys, them. man. Them is the guys. Listen, we had world champions. Uh, 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 David Armstrong was a world champ. Uh, Rocky Lockridge. Yep. yep. Rocky mm -hmm. Lockridge, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Leo Randolph, yep. Olympic gold medalist. You know what? We got, we got Leo on the schedule, too, man. Mm -hmm. hey. We got Leo on the schedule, too. Yep. Back then in the days, man, uh, Ku Klux Klan days. And them kind of days. Them revolutionary days. I take that up. But revolutionary days. You know, we had to travel from town to town because we love boxing. Uh -huh. And we had to have someone to lead us. Joe Clouds is a white dude. Yeah. We had 1% white if we had any in the club. <laughs> it was tough. That one out of 100? It was tough to deal with us trying to get on, on point. You know what I mean? Get that position to go to that fight. But he led us. We went on and we did our winnings, man, in all them different states in Washington, mm -hmm. them little town hicks and things, man, in Washington. And that's how we come out to be who we are, man. We never turn nothing down. Downtown Tacoma Boys Club, shoo. My dad always told me, he said, see, boxing is probably one of the most racist sports out there except for the fighters within it because they have so much respect for each other after they, they go step in yeah. that ring and they lace up and they fight each other. But then on the outside and everything else, it's, it's totally different hey, until man. you step in that ring. We'd be mad like heck. 
<laughs> we be mad like heck because we're gonna go out there and this guy gonna act like he he can take care of he can handle us. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gonna be bursting hard, man, and mad like heck. And then we go out there and we do what we're supposed to do, man, but at the same time we, we missed it, we we slipped and we caught one. You know, and, and, and it work us up, man. Listen. Anytime you get lazy in that ring, you get popped. That'll wake you up real fast, too. I love the game. I spent 19 years in the game. I had 430 fights. 19 years, 19 losses. Over 200 knockouts. That's me. Southpaw. Hey, one of the greatest Southpaw that ever... I, I didn't... Put that name out there. No. It was given. That's right. That's why I say you earn those names. Come on, come sport. on. You Let's earn get... them. You don't get to name yourself. Listen, man. Three hundred and fifty amateur fights. Twelve losses. That's a lot. Eighty pro fights. Seven losses. Nineteen on nineteen, man. That's impressive. Come on, hey, listen. I love the game. When I went to downtown Tacoma Boys Club and became one of those guys, man, ain't nobody couldn't touch me. I um, I was looking at some of your old fights, man, and um, who, who, what am I a fan of, Sonny? What am I a fan of? Boxing. The sweet science. I'm a fan of pure boxing. You were a pure boxer, but you know what I loved about you? You know what I loved about you, though? Always down to you were You were a dog in there. Mm-hmm. When it came down to, if, you had to if it's in the phone fight, booth, you yeah. would sit there, man, and you was going to happen. Yeah. It, and I, I was telling, I was talking to, I was talking to Sonny right before, and I was just like, now not your style, but the way you handle it. Yeah. It reminded me of Timothy Bradley, like mm-hmm. this new generation. It's like he'll box, but if you start to fight him, he'll he, he is not backing right down there. and he's standing out there. That's why they call me Sugar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, come on, my man, man, sweet out there, sweet out. That's what they call me, Sugar. I'd catch and count and come back and looking good doing all the things. <laughs> One, of, one thing I'm learning right now that I love is that this is this is part of the foundation for that Tacoma Boxing yeah, Club, right? This is. So you're the first generation that basically built it to, to help build to what it is, it is now, to where they got these 50, 60 national championships. Yeah. And so, like our first our first interview was uh, with Coach Tom Mustin. I was with Tom, and then oh, so I should. Oh, he brought it. He brought he brought it. He brought, oh he brought the gold medal. Now I know it's great pause, but that was actual gold. You just heard touch the table there because they don't make they don't even make those like yeah, they, they used even, to. I don't even think they even get real gold medals now. They, they probably don't. get gold plated ones. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's that's forty four years old, man. Tell me about that. How did it feel to, to be up on that podium and get that? It'd be the, the only, only one, only American boxer to walk home with the gold. Here, my mother told me that I was going to get one. Oh, nice. I said to my mother, I'm going to get one. My mother bought a plane ticket six months before I qualified to go get one. Oh, you had to. Oh, you had come to. On, man. had to. Yeah, yeah. But here the deal is, in 1968, I qualified. But as a fighter, you had to be 17. I was only 16. A lot of things happened to Sugar Ray Seals, Ray Seals uh, that uh, nobody knows, man, since I come to Tacoma, Washington, 1964. A lot of things, man, went to for the boxing, for boxing. I am one of the first, 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 whatever. For downtown Tacoma Boys Club. Not for just downtown, for Tacoma, Washington. City itself. Come on, man, come on. They became, partly became known because of Sugar Ray. The things I've done. 
I went to different places and, and come back a winner when nobody else could. Yeah, because if, if, if you didn't be that winner, how many more people would have came to the gym to sign up Hey. For these and other especially, fighters, and especially found. you know the way that things work nowadays, it's all about word of mouth and your name mm -hmm. and where you come out of. That's the reason why you got you know the Mayweather gyms or you got wild card yeah. gyms. Well, still, you got even all those kinds. When they identify these young talents, they try to just pedigree them up and keep yeah. them separated and, and move them along. No, nah, but you got to yeah. get them in there with the dogs, man. That's how you. That's that's, that's, right that's how you get. That's how you, iron sharpens iron. You get someone that really is uh, one. Two. Here, I say when you come, you come ready. Physically, mentally, and spiritually, you gotta have those three things in your mind, in your mind, your heart, and your soul. Physically, mentally, spiritually. You know what those three things are called in boxing? It's called jab, right hand, left hook. That's called a combination. One without the other. Uh uh. Don't exist. No. It's a combo. One, two, three, jab, right hand, left hook. On the other side, if you're left hand, then it's a little jab, left hand, right hook. That's me. You know, yeah. Yeah, he's in. Throw that in there. So, man. Uh, yeah, well, listen. That, listen. In amateurs, man, let, I'm trying to tell you something. I didn't just get this gold medal. I earned it. I won everything that you had to win to get up there, to get up in there, and to get it. And especially too. like with uh, with this past Olympics that just happened with so many robberies and all and all that kind of stuff that just happened with people not earning it just because whether it's European or any any of that. So through all that, you were still the victorious. You were still the champion. You came out on top of that. You yes. can't. You that can't be given. How many U.S. fighters do we have in that Olympic team? Eleven. Eleven out of eleven, only one came home with the gold. I I back in the days, I think my parents, my mother was. Uh, one of the first mother parents to travel with their, their family's endeavor, whatever it is, sports, uh, whatever went going on. I think my mom was one of the first. She traveled to Germany. She had us ready to go to Germany, man. So she traveled to Germany. She knew what was going to happen. She knew what was going to happen. So she was already there, man. She knew what was going to happen. I just had to get there because we knew what was going to happen. It was going to be uh, Sugar Ray Seals, man, the Olympic gold medalist, 1972. You know, and my mom was going to go, ha, ha, See what's going to do. Come on, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. This is crazy. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Oh, man, listen, that's what she's doing. And <laughs> yeah. Come on. I enjoy I love it. it. You know, you know. Let's keep on rolling on the on the uh, the uh, downtown voice of boxing because I really did some things, man. That you, I moved up to a heavyweight when I was only like well, 139 pounds, but that's because my skills was good. I believed that I can handle it, and so did the, the teachers, Joe Cloud. Well, if you're a pure boxer, you can handle almost anything, man. As long as you stay inside your regiment and you stay inside, you stay inside your game plan. The I've seen so many fighters now who's been able to gate people's power or be able to go up in weight clashes because their boxing IQ and their skills matched can match with anybody and what mm -hmm. they do what they've done. So that's something new to me. I didn't know you went all the way up to heavyweight. Yeah. Now because we know you fought professionally at middleweight. Yeah, 160 pounds. 160 pounds, man. But but in amateurs, man, uh, I could deal with that weight class, meaning my skills could take on a guy that's heavier than me. And then, of course, you're twice as fast as anybody yeah. and twice as quick. And, and, so and more just... powerful 
because wouldn't have to do all that running. You know, it's, it's just a station moving, stopping, bang, station moving, and, 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 and rally, you know what I'm saying, running all over the place. No, it's just knowing what you had to do with your skills to outskill them. Outlast. Um, one of my favorite boxers with Mayweather, one of the things I liked about him, kind of going off the basis of what you said, he never, he never watched film. He said he never watched film on other people. It's for the simple <laughs> fact that he was so aware of his talent, his skills, he never had to do anything different. He never slipped at somebody like, all right, I got to do this. Yeah. As long as you sat there and you did your job, yeah. you didn't, no matter what they did, yeah. didn't matter. And it was irrelevant. That's what I say. That's what I say, man. Hey, no, I don't want to frighten them guys or, or frighten the people, my, my people, um, by looking at something and they seen that I didn't see that I'm supposed to see. But I don't look for that. I know what I can do. I get myself together ready. I just told you just now. What do you say? Physically, mentally, spiritually. I just said that. Mm -hmm. That's what you get. You get yourself focused, man. You get up where you're supposed to get. And then when you come down on that hill or wherever you come to, you go and you handle your business. That's right. Now you're getting chills, man. You're getting tingly a little bit. You know, I, I, I love this because our energy will transcend. And when come you on. are listening to this, you're going to feel this energy too. You're going to hear that gold hit the table and you're going to oh, feel man. it. Now, now, you don't, I could be wrong because you are the champion. You don't get to be the best by being the best at where you're at. Who did you have around you that you sharpened your skills around? So was it coaching? Was it your sparring partners? Who who else was there that you would... Without that, them, you might have never got to that next level. The team. The team. It couldn't be just one person. Yeah. You know, because we all know the same, but we all know something different. You see, makes sense. And then, and then when you when you make the the circle, we all know where we click. So we don't have to say this is where you sit, you stand up. No, we all go in it and we all click. And then when we all get on that one 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 turn, then we work like hell, man, to get it done. You know what you need to do. You know what you need to do. I know what I need to do because I'm in there. And the vibration and the, everything that it passes down to, and it just, I mean, listen. Ten years as a professional. No. Nine years as an amateur. Three hundred and fifty amateur fights. You know, I just used to love just going to another place, and and, and just beating up on somebody because that's what it was bettering myself yeah. all the time it wasn't winning a fight it was bettering myself for the next one sharpening your skills oh man yeah. and then when the next one come i do it again for the next one to continue to carry me to 350 amateur fights 19 losses huh. impressive yeah, that's more than impressive, that's, man. They talk that's, about that now with a lot of some of these other fighters like uh, Triple G and, and uh, Lomachenko because their amateur background is, is something similar, 300 to 400 fights with with, with a small amount of losses yeah. in the tens and teens. Hey, and that's man. when you learn that's how to box. Because when, when, yeah. especially when you have that much, when you have that much, that's research. That's all research. So you've seen, so whether you're amateur or whether you're professional, 350 amateur fights, mm -hmm. there ain't nothing you ain't seen. No. You didn't see power. You didn't see speed. Yes, you didn't yes, see quickness. You didn't see smarts. Yeah. You ain't seen nothing. So all it is is now you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. I've been around there. 
Yep. I've been right up in it, man. 80 pro fights. 70 win, 7 loss, 3 draw, 46 knockout. That's my phone over there. Oh, it's okay. You get a pass, champ. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's my jacket. So your boys, so your boys, your whole team is what made you stronger. Weakest link, uh, break the chain. So that's understandable. Yeah. Now and especially when you're around each other, you guys know each other. You guys know exactly what you're gonna do. So you find yourself even have to adapt inside your own game. Don't even worry about it, man. Yeah. But uh, the game wasn't a game anymore. It was serious business because we all linked together. One link can't be weaker than the other to get there. So we all linked together in strength, man. Who's all part of this? Who's all part of the team? Can you remember everybody in, in there? In 1972? Mm hmm. Heavyweight. Dwayne Bobbick. Bobbick? Bobbick. B O B B I C K. I think the next one, light heavyweight was uh, uh, okay. Give us a break. On you got to pass. You didn't shoot it. <laughs> anyway, it was Marvin Johnson, Jesse Valdez, Reggie Jones. Ricardo Carreras, Louis Self, Bubba Bashami, Davy Armstrong. That's probably ten. Me. Of course, man. And uh Ray Russell. Right heavyweight. That was who you were thinking of? Yeah, Ray Russell? Ray Russell. Dwayne Bobby Ray Russell. Solid, yeah. solid team there. Mm-hmm. We'll research I know I've heard of Dwayne Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bolus, Minnesota. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, they said you looked, they said you were, they reminded you of, you were sweet of Sugar Ray Robinson. Was that who you had your, uh, your, My style? Style, your style after? Yeah, yeah. You know, they, man, listen. When someone give you something that is good as that, then you take it. You take it because of the things that he done and how he did it. And for them to say that you got that move and that style, yeah. Now I am the yeah. sugar. They called me a sugar man. So it makes a lot of sense too, because like you know how they say you always adapt, and you you take something on that and make it better. That's why you got the Dr. J's to the Michael Jordans to the Kobe Bryant's. You're yeah. always the generation before you. There's something that you learn from, and you just make it make it to your own. Make it make it better. I got I got Sugar Ray Robinson in me, but then I went to Kid Gavilan, and I found the Bolo Punch. The bo- the Bolo the punch? Bolo Punch from Kid Gavilan. He threw a bolo punch, man, that hit you in the chin would knock you down. I mean, it drop you. Can we explain what a bolo punch is? A bolo Just in case punch, the listeners out there A don't bolo know. punch is your power hand coming up from the ground, from the from the mid-stomach up. I hit you in the chest and hit you in the chin and drop you on your back. It's a two-punch, one-shot deal. Nice. I've heard the name. Chest, 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 chest to the chin. chin. Okay. Coming up. 
off the power, straight up. I left two guys about 10 feet off the camera, a whole shoot, <laughs> and dropped them on their back, and they laid. I mean, that scared me, you know? It, it was like it was like when Bruce Lee would hit you with a power punch, and he'd know that he hit you because your hand is going, and he can't stop that dude. <laughs> When's the last time you seen somebody throw a bolo punch? Because I haven't seen anybody. They don't. They don't, right? They throw uppercuts, winging uppercuts. Some of two his, punch or two some shot of part has to punch. do with defense, and also some of it is just they don't teach it. Listen, too bad I got to see. I didn't think, but uh, at home my, at my mom's house, I have the last round of my Olympic fight on, on VHS or. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, it's a, a a D whatever DVD or whatever that thing that you see. Oh, okay, in there. So, yeah. okay, whatever that is. Yeah, so they, they moved it to probably. So they, yeah. Hey, whatever that I'm trying, I'm saying yeah. that's history. Yeah, that's that is because you can't. I don't even think you can find that. It's not on YouTube or anything. Man, man, that's it. man like that, we, that, that is forty four years. Yeah. I've been carrying that deal. Man, you need to put that up. There. You need to get a little YouTube page. Put that up. Nah, you know what's actually funny, man? Because we was sitting there, we was both doing our research. Like we we came together this morning. We was both doing our research, and we was look, man. We found a we found a few of your fights, man. Now. My pops told me, man, your life is like a movie, man. That now they were supposed. Weren't you in the middle of trying to start to make a movie? Yeah, I'm still doing. I talked to a guy today. Tell him to come down and see me. He's from Seattle, but you know things are going slowly. But slowly but surely is the way it's supposed to go. Hey, still tried and true. Yeah, too tried and true. You got to get all the details in, yeah, it, man. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm still here doing what it takes, man. What we need to do is make sure after this interview and everything, we're going to send him a copy so he can get this side of the ver this version of the story because it's a little bit different when they're in there trying to make the movie and they want to ask the questions they want to ask for the movie they think they want to see. Amen. But when they hear the certain stories, like just just from your Olympic, uh, the, the whole Olympic trial and, and how the team is built, how you guys are the foundation for Tacoma boxing, period. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's that's big yeah. That is we, big for the Northwest. We we put the comb on the map. Definitely. Alright, man. Now. I've seen the trophies. Yeah. That you you eliminate one man from history, all those are gone. Yeah. Downtown boys, we put that on the map, man. That's right. That's now, right. um now we got a we got a champion here, man. <laughs> so I didn't count it, but you got a series of wins mm -hmm. until you Caught your first loss. Marvin Hagler. Can you say the name again? Marvelous Marvin Hagler. That's a man you fought three times, man. Yeah. Yep, this looks like you guys were both uh, I undefeated took him two times. We went twice the distance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twice. I think I got him once. I got him the second time. He beat me the first the time in Boston. Yeah. But the return to Seattle, Seattle, to Seattle, I whooped him on that, and they gave it a draw. Yeah. Seattle didn't know what to do with uh, 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 what they have, a celebrity, not a celebrity, but their own, man. Shit, I'm from Washington State. Yeah. I'm from Washington, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here come this dude, man. We had a close one in, in his I've, town. Everything I read about that fight all hey. said the same thing, that... Yeah. It was a boxing lesson for like the first eight to nine oh, rounds. Oh, hell no. Are you kidding? Oh, <laughs> hey, oh, I wasn't oh, lying. what I read. Oh, shit. This is just what I read. I got no control over this. They said it was a boxing lesson from maybe up to the eighth or ninth round. Yes. 
And then that was pretty much it. Oh, and they still man. made it a draw. We had, we had the, two, the two last round was a draw, but I whooped them eight. Eight, eight <laughs> schooled them. I whooped in Tacoma, Washington, man. They never, you know something, what was that? That was a championship fight. If we'd have went five more, I'd have wear his ass out. <laughs> and this is back when you weighed in the day oh, of the hey, fight. Come on, man. 15 rounds. Yes. Come on. Round oh, man. That's why. And they don't build them like that anymore. That's for sure. Hmm. Now, and then this is when Hagler was just right with you. You guys were both up and comers at that time. Yeah, yes. This was like a big. He was a mistake, man. He we made four, a mistake. He was yeah. 14 0 at that time. Yeah, we made a mistake. We went to his town. Yeah. We didn't know that the people that were, that were with me, uh, that was first time out. So I believed in them because of Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. There wasn't no big Don King or none of them kind of guys in here at that time. It was just, this is a shot, take the <coughs> hey, shot, yeah. Hey, listen, I got hooked up with a talker time. Mm -hmm. Crazy George. Crazy George. Talker time in, in Tacoma. Hey, he was good to the family. Oh, not to the family, but to the boys club. Yeah. Because he would donate to the boys club. I mean, we win the club, go out and, and, and win a, a, a championship fight or something. We have a picnic at the boys club, man, and, and he bring his talker time stuff in. We're talking about talker time, the, the restaurant that everybody yes. eats at here. Yes. In Tacoma, Washington, the talker time restaurant on 40th and, and Pacific Avenue. Nice. That's what I like here. And then after that loss, it looks like you had a pretty good streak there until uh, Eugene Hart. Eugene Cyclone Hart. Oh, yeah, I think that was in New York. Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. That was a, oh yeah, he caught me. He, uh, I was light trying to make 160 pounds, soaking wet 159. I mean, soaking wet 159, trying to make 160. He come down from 175 to 160. Oh, I said, "Oh shit!" You know, you know. Yeah, he blew up right over two. What are you talking about, man? That, that man, listen. He in about the fifth round or sixth, fourth, fifth round. He hit me with a shot to the rear. Made my leg raise and I ran. <laughs> I ran. I ran for six. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I ran for six, man. I said you. I said you can have this. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, man. I've never been hit that hard in my life. That my was, leg raised on me, man. That was actually one of our future questions, man. Was, oh, we was going to say Marvin Hagler, but... No. I was going to say, who hit you the... Who, out of all uh, the people you faced, Eugene, 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 Eugene Cyclone Hart. Hart. Eugene Cyclone Hart hit you the hardest, uh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. With a body shot? Listen, with a body shot, man. I mean, my <laughs> leg raised. <laughs> He raised bread and, and the other one said, let's try to run. <laughs> I got the better boy. What are you talking about? I got you. Hey, hey, hey. Don't hit me no more there. Hey. Oh, yeah. Marvin Hagrid, Marvin Hagrid, he hits hard. I took his best shot. I slammed him. And then one of them, the last fight, I was ready. I just took the fight because it was a nice payday. Yeah. Hey, tell the truth and change the you know, devil. Is it it? And uh, well, and that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about the third fight, man, because that was the first. That was a first round KO, man. Was yeah, it just? I went up in there, man. I wasn't ready. It, but here, what he did, he tricked me. He came at me right handed. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. He tricked me, man. Man, that's what, happened. For, yep. that's what he happened. He tricked me. That was your third time fighting yeah. him, man. Yeah. He had to try something. He tricked me, and he left hooked me out of the ring, man. Whew. I went out the ropes. He tricked me. Come in right-handed, man. He tricked me. 
And you tra- and you you I ready. Well, one you wasn't. Ready. You said you wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. No, and you was my, yeah. you hold you was yeah. training for him to be come out southpaw. Come out southpaw, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. He was. A- <laughs> he tricked me, man. He hooked oh. me, and I went out. Oh man! I thought it was a stumble, <laughs> but I couldn't pull myself back in right. Now you uh hold on, let me get back to this. Oh man, I, I'm having fun, man. Me too. Because man. This, this is, is this is me. This hey. ain't no put on deal here, man. No. I need a paper. I need a napkin or something because I'm crying. But uh, it's <laughs> this is me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, got yeah. Now, I, I noticed Joe, too, like here. Joe these, man. So like after the uh, Hagler, you had a, a loss with a gotcha. Dwight Davison, and then you had a good little yeah. another good little. Stre- you you have some good streaks here, Come on, man. just wins and some yeah. names in here. Let me tell you something. The reason for losing with them is that managerial problems. He didn't want to pay the money. You know what? And that's actually uh, that's actually one of the things we've been hearing a lot, yeah. especially when it, yeah. a lot of what the Coma Cats man is yeah. just it's always about the money and not getting your just the money. No, no, it's coming in the next one. It'll be the next one. It's coming in the next one. Don't come worry. on, we got you. it'll be the next one. But meanwhile, his his pocket's getting fat. Yeah, well, I mean, he's doing the work, but still, I mean. When but he ain't taking the punches. He ain't taking the punches, and you ain't he ain't the one sweating and all that stuff, man. At all, man. You ain't got to. He ain't, ain't got to get on anything. scale. He ain't got to no. lift weight. But, but that's how. But that's how it is, though. See, so you either live with it, or you won't get it. You just have to really work past that, and become the stronger person in that, because you know you got to give in order to get. That's automatic. How much you give and how much you get is up to. You're smart. The people that you deal with, you have to look into your own self and see that you're doing the right thing. I mean, it's, it ain't it ain't hard. Well, yes, it is too if you make it that way. Life nice. is your it's in your hands, man. It's real talk right there. I Come like on, it. life is in your hands. That's right. What you gonna do with it? That's why. That's why me and my man Shooter right here are doing what we do now. You know, it's like it's a coincidence. Me and him, we just happen to start working together. And this is the first, I've been out in Washington, I was out in Washington, I came out here in 05, mm-hmm. I, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, and, and I'm, a, I'm a big boxing fan, I've never had no one to watch boxing with until I meet this man, what, last year? Last year. Until last year, and then it's like, how am I going to meet another person who loves boxing, the sweet science, as much as me? And we work in the same store. And it, just, and it, just, and it literally, ca- it literally to came right together. We, we did this every day at work. Hey man, did you see the fights last night? Hey man, did you watch the fight? Hey man, check this out, check this out. And then so we just finally decided to do something about it, man. It started with it. It started with an app, turned into the podcast. Now we're interviewing boxing right. royalty. All we right. got an American gold medalist yeah. champion. Let's, let's go yeah. back now. Let's go down. Let's go down the road. Uh, the schools. I went to McCarver, one of the elementary in '64. Uh huh. I spent time there. I got out there and I went to Stadium High School. Okay. Mm. Stadium. That's when it was Stadium. They call it Stay Dumb now. Yeah, I'm not, even, I'm not familiar with that high school, no. but no one really has anything good to say about it. I'll tell you that much. Well, I understand. It's on, it's on the other side. I'll take you by there, man. Yeah, it, you but, but you know, I went there. there. <laughs> Them was the days, man, we had world champion football players, man, that went from there to pro football. Nice. Tacoma was good. Tacoma was a good sports town. It really is, though, man. Yeah, a lot of cats coming out. Come on. You know. It produces more basketball nowadays, but still, but, still, but good still. But the others, they're coming back to settle in here. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. They make it in and move out and they come back to settle in because it's here. There's a lot of good programs out here. I mean, yeah. one of them is that boxing club. Thanks to the foundation here. I noticed that they do a lot for basketball as well out here. Um, and it, it is a good sports town from what I've experienced since my little time here. I love boxing, man. Oh. So, oh. boxing, you still you follow any fighters right now? You got any favorite current fighters? Uh, no. Besides yourself, I mean? Just, I just watch. Just watch? I just, I just build fighters because I know someday we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I build the future in fighters. I plan, my plan is in, for Indianapolis is to build a team that's going to represent the United States in the 2024 Olympics. That's what I want to hear right there. You got, any pro you got any prospects no. now that's looking like that? No. Nope. You're still trying to find the people? Right now, right now, my word is it's trickling out there. Mm -hmm. See, and, and my work is out there so so they can look at the work and match this and then see the record and put it together and then say, yeah, we'll check it, check it out. We'll take a look. Mm -hmm. Now, how's the boxing town? There. Are you sitting there trying to build it, or is there any? Do they have any like any roots in they're, there? They're, they're coming along. Marvin Johnson was was their uh, protege, uh, three time light heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, Sammy Naismith, one of the great uh, uh, amateur fight. He passed away a while back. And uh, uh, didn't you beat him? Yeah, twice. <laughs> don't want to no, say no. that, but you put he's that a, he's a, yeah. <laughs> hey, you still give the man respect for as good as he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Well, listen, listen, let me tell you something about it. We're going to talk about Sugar Ray today. They That's call why. him Slamming Sammy Naismith. The reason why is because he could have one foot on the banana peel and one foot sliding and still knock you out, man. Oof. What was that name again? Sammy, Slamming Sammy Naismith. Slammy right. Sammy Naismith. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Nicknames like this anymore. Hey, hey, no, no, but back in the days they, they had anything. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. I would just you, you know, my game in with Tacoma Boys the downtown Tacoma Boys the boxing team was you follow me, man, we're gonna win. Hey. Wherever we go, I win. Wherever the, we go. You got the you got the pedigree and you already had the medal, you had it, so yeah. why, why wouldn't they? Well yeah, but even before I got here. Even if I got, I got to make that name, not only for me, but for my club. And then with my club, I got to follow me. It was my brothers. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Mitchell Mays, Eugene White, uh, Jerry Bennett. Uh, man, listen. All them guys, Armstrong brothers. You, 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 uh, there's so many. There's so many downtown Tacoma boys, I mean, that, that I'll be naming for the rest, man. But I'm telling you, that's where I learned my stuff. Joe Cloud. Back to Joe, man. That's where I got my stuff. We went to the Olympics in 1972. He had to find his way to the Olympics because Tacoma wasn't dealing that way because he was a Caucasian, I believe. They wanted to put it that way. But anyway, now, when it was all said and done, it was my father, my mother, Joe Cloud, and me winning the only United States Boxing Olympic gold medal. That's pinnacle right there. Yeah, that is pinnacle. We come out of downtown Tacoma, boys, I mean. Tacoma. And you're the world's best. Hey, I can, yeah, it's still because they can't take that from you. At all, man. Yeah, no. Nobody else got that. No, no, you can you can win a professional round, you can become champion today and become former tomorrow. Former? No, we'll never see that, man. You was always a you was a champ at one time. Listen, listen, I had to beat in order to get the gold medal. I beat West Germany, Ireland, Cuba, 
one of the toughest yeah. teams out there. Yugoslavia and Bulgaria. Now, the tape I was talking about, the Bulgaria, I dropped him with the bolo punch. <laughs> <laughs> right on television with the bolo, pop! They said they, they saw me swinging and they kept saying, and so, oh no, and then I was trying to shot the punch, bang, and down he went. So, oh, that'll, that'll make a winner for Sugar Ray. For, yeah, and they called me Sugar Ray. Now, champ, you were the USBA and the NABF middleweight. So those were American titles. Yeah. Now, ain't that something? I had you, all of them. Now, Alan Mentor was a guy you ran into. Yeah, you got lucky. I was watching. I was watching that fight, and one of the things we said in the beginning of this, man, you, you, you're a boxer. You're a pure boxer, but you got into you got into brawling with him. Yeah. Was there something that you, well, especially hindsight, what would you have done different for that, man? Because that wasn't that, that loss to him, that's the reason from you getting the actual, like, the actual the the championship. Of, yeah, that yeah. was my turning point there. I, uh, I caught, I, uh, I got caught. We were doing good and I got caught. I got yeah. kids and got caught. Man, you got, hey, man. And then you got, I was, yeah. You got I, a nice chin. Yeah. Pause, but, yeah. hey, you, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I see, like, I got caught. And then uh, when I went down, my manager, George Wright, uh, Coach, he said he gave me the whole on deal. Yeah, and you got right up. You see, no, he kept on. And then when the time I got up, they'd already count me out. Mm. Yeah, in London, England, Alan Minter. They held me down in my book, my corner, said, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then he kept down. And then when he raised up, they already count, the 10 count. I lost by that, by, you know. Shit, I was gonna get up, man, but you know, I was in the deal. I got hit. Yeah, no, you did get I up. I got hit, man. One punch, it one punch. All, man. That's all. That's all it takes. That's all it takes, man. And but you, you don't know. Take, you would take the majority of yeah, them anyway. But too. you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the worst punch you, the one you be, don't see coming. It could be your thap in the ear. You don't know where it's coming from, but it's you. All of a sudden, all the your, them points started to move, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden you catch a blue. I was ready to come back, but my looking over there, in my corner said uh, he gave me the hold down. Yeah, he didn't give me to get up, you know, because you normally you show you get up and you stack over there, whatever, but yeah. you get up. But he held me down, and then when the time the bell, the homeboy had already counted. Next mm-hmm. move. What you got there? Good time though. I enjoy. Listen, I enjoyed it. You know why? Because I traveled. Yeah. yeah, I was I'm, I was looking it, at it all the places when you come fly. out of when you come out of Tacoma. Yeah, I traveled, the, man. Hey, I went to I went to uh, I went to uh, uh, Denmark, Copenhagen. I fought Ayub Kaluli. Ayub Kaluli. Ayub Kaluli. Denmark. Has, coming. My dad has said uh, something to me about that name. Denmark, when, I, when I told him I was interviewing you, he was pretty psyched up because he's yeah. the one who got me into boxing, mm-hmm. and he was the one who started telling me all about you guys there in the nineteen yep. team. Denmark, Copenhagen. I lost to him too. I beat him, but I got to decide. You know, well, you you have trouble going to a man's hometown and and winning the decision. Yeah, it's yeah. just hard. You got to beat him. Um, you got to beat him pretty soundly. You got to take it. You got to beat him soundly. That's for sure. You know, back in the days, man, uh, you had to beat a Sugar Ray Seals in order to get a shot at the world title. Mm-hmm. I said that was that was what that was what elementary was. That's where I was at, man. Yeah, and he got a shot at the title. Yeah. Yo, yeah, man. And you know something, too? Way back in them days, I was the sparring partner for Vito Antifermo. Ooh. 
that's a good one. You need to look, you need to look up hey, Vito and the uh, Vito at the middleweight champ yeah. of the world, man. Yeah, this is a name that I heard growing up from my Come dad. Come on, yeah. Vito at the Fermo. I worked with Vito and got him so ready that he had a, I think it was a 15-round draw or whatever with the draw with Marvin Hagler. Oh, yeah, I was in that one. Oh, that's 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 a good name job. Any other champs? Who else have you sparred with out there? Just even whether they're preparing for a fight or just it, just because I, you wanted to. I didn't want to be a sparring partner no more because they didn't pay me right. I helped him to save his time and he won't pay me right. So I know I'm gonna get that. From now, you have any else. stories maybe of some behind the scenes ones where maybe, maybe you might have settled something with another fighter that you might have get along with and you just had to kind of lace up and get in the ring? Any any stories like that with other fighters or anything? Well, you know, uh, every now and then you hear urban legends of them. I don't know if they're really true. Those are always the best, man. You hear somebody who's supposed to be the prospect or somebody who's the champion gets knocked out by a prospect or anything like that, man. Any behind-the-scenes stuff that you know, man, that, that I know you know about? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> they stay behind the scenes for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stay behind the I, you scenes know, I, for a reason. See, I wasn't that type of fighter anyway. Mm -hmm. In my, my days, I was just in and out. Yeah. I let my manager handle all the paperwork and all, all that stuff. I was getting robbed all the time, uh, but... I was there. Yeah. I was one item that was there all the time, winning, losing. I was there, man. More winning than losing, but I was there, and and I was satisfied. Even though other people were saying, "Man, you getting ripped off and whatnot," I'm getting my plays paid for. Uh, I'm getting the rent and all the, and I'm getting some money put in my pocket. Yeah. And, and I was satisfied because back then, a thousand dollars was a lot of money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A ton of money, man. Yeah. Even if you split it up, it's still going to have a lot of money. So back then, it was good. So we interviewed uh, Johnny Bumpus, man, another uh, Tacoma, uh -huh. another Tacoma legend, man. Yes, he sir. ran into the same ran into the same thing where he said he had yes, four sir. championship fights uh, over a million dollars, and he got paid like one hundred fifty thousand dollars from mm -hmm. those from those fights, man. If you don't mind, me, if you don't mind me asking, man, was that the type of money that you were talking about? Yeah. You lost. Yeah, that's just how it came. Nobody has anything good to say about the dudes either. <laughs> Hey, what you know is who you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you can slip, man, and think you know a bunch of shit and don't know nothing. Uh -huh. You know, and, and that's how, that's how, they, you know, it, listen. There's two ways to look at it. I mean, because yeah, they didn't pay you, obviously, what you deserved, but at the same time, the you opportunity, well, the opportunity would have never been there without it. Come on. Yeah. Right on, right on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and that's how we fall into trouble. Mm -hmm. Because the opportunity is, you said it with a smile because you know it's coming your way, even though you saving that person at the same time robbing them too. Yep. Yeah. But 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 listen, we don't learn that okay. until we're done. That's right. But we so so we ain't supposed to. We just supposed to enjoy ourselves, man, and, and do like and, and shit. Back in the days, we couldn't be smart back then as Mayweather is today. But we know it was coming. Yep. When and he, he's only this smart from looking from, from, from looking at history oh, and watching yes. how it is. And yes. it would get, the game wouldn't be where it is. He wouldn't be. The boxes ain't getting paid the way they're getting paid without they'll you. Never, they'll never get paid again like that, man. He's the only black man that could tell those guys, man, pay me, motherfucker. Yep. Oh, I ain't gonna do <laughs> Nothing. shit. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. For twelve rounds, he got over three hundred million dollars. And it's just to put on a lesson. Yeah, put on a lesson. Oh, yeah. that's, that's all. He didn't do nothing that was it's that special. we didn't none expect anyway. It, at all. At all. Didn't, no, he didn't do shit. Good jab, good roll with the punches. Yeah, just work you. Yeah, just both in, back. in yeah. and out, side to side. Yeah, stay yeah. moving. Tie up and no one to clinch and all. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. But he played it. Mm -hmm.
Pipe and he scored. He scored big. He, he slid in the home like he was my He's not even man. fighting anymore, and he still gets brought what up all the time. Come on. Don't him and him and Pac-Man got one more? Nah, man, they ain't called. He needs nah. to stay retired, man. I mean, they could they could sell it easy. I mean, it'd be the same. It'd be the same it'd fight be same again. Outcome. Well, those guys gonna make more money because they 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 plan for that make mm -hmm. more money deal. Mm -hmm. That's why Pac-Man is still out there. Yep. What the hell he need money for? That's true. I mean, his contract's over with Top Rank, so if they yeah. do, this is just gonna be a a, a big Pacquiao and yeah. a, a, a big paycheck. Put your pocket foot out, then it's already out there, man. Then they both can go sit, oh, sit margaritas, retiring. That's all it was, was a spar match anyway. Yeah, yeah. Pacquiao let the jab. Yeah, man. Man. He didn't yeah, he did, man. No, he, he didn't even bring it. No, come on, yeah. man. But shit. But he, he lucky he didn't bring because he would have got eight up to though. But anyway, man, keep on rolling. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen. I'm enjoying myself because uh, I love the game of boxing. I really do. Man. I had... 80 professional fights, man. And I fought a little bit of everybody. And in the hometown, I didn't care. Yeah, it shows here that you had so many professional fights travel all around the world. Yeah. Um, I guess there was one that I, that stood out to us is the name James Schuler. James Schuler. Yeah, that for the NABF middleweight title. Yeah. And that was uh, some that was basically near the end of your career there. And that was in uh. That was in Jersey. Jersey? New Jersey. Mm -hmm. You know, when they want to beat you, they're going to beat you. When they want to beat you, they want you to bring your best to make sure that if I beat you, I beat the best. I beat the yeah. best. Mm -hmm. or, or, or if you don't work right, then you, the best will be the winner. Mm -hmm. It's what they're looking at now because... Your investment are right there that can get you better if. Hey, man, I fought a lot of fights everywhere. I didn't care. Yeah. I was a fighter, man. My motto, my motto is I can do what you can do, but you can't do what I can do because I am the toughest. I love that. I like that right Come now. Come on. That should be a t-shirt. Hey. That should be a t-shirt Hey, that's right me. That's, that's, that's the name of the movie right there. That's the name of the movie right there. That's me. I go already, man. Listen. <laughs> I wouldn't challenge this man today. Hey, still, man. No. Hey. No. Not at all. The thing is, the movement's still there. You ain't oh, going to lose man. that. Hey. Fighter hey. never loses his punch. It never loses his punch. It ain't the dog that's in the fight. That's right. Fight that's in the, the dog. dog. That's right. That's right. It's classic right there. I love it. Come man. on, man. I'm telling people, a chihuahua can be the pit bull. Is who going to grab who first? Mm. So many quotes, so many quotes. Come on, man. Have you ever seen a, a pit bull get cracked and get mad? No. But when the chihuahua grab him first, mm -hmm. because pit bull is a first man. Mm -hmm. But if you grab her, oh, shoot. What you going to do then? Yeah, oh, mm -hmm. shoot. I mean, hey, hey, hey. And that's just how it works. Wow. Man. It's been a pleasure. It's I must say, it's, this I'm, is, this I'm is honored to be set. in your presence. The great stories that you provided with us today. Uh, we're we're about ready to wrap it up here. Did you have any more questions for this man? Man, I'm actually good, man. I I didn't think I would have just from just from your presence alone and what I was told. I didn't have to have that many questions, man. Just because you a lot of them were just answered to, on its own. You you did it on your own, man. And you the beautiful thing about boxing is it's probably the only sport where you can really story tell, uh -huh. and then because it, it goes throughout your whole career, man. And then it's it's a beautiful thing to listen and. Uh, and we're gonna send this to who's ever thinking about making that movie because they still need rolling. To, yeah, yeah, we're still rolling. 
I don't want you to forget that I was one of the first at the boys club, but the boys club was was raised with champions coming through the same process as we did. Joe Cloud running the company, the head of the clan, the head of the class, I mean. And then Tom Mustin came in afterwards. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then after that, things follow behind that. Mm-hmm. You see? It's a proven system there. Hey, hey, it, it works. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and if you do what you're supposed to do with who you're dealing with, then we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be bigger than that other person, then it'll work. There are a lot of coaches out there that never put on the glove mm-hmm. that wants to be champ. That wants you to be champ. But how can they teach you that? I don't know they never they put on the glove. Yeah. You know, but. Gotta lead by example. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, that's that's crazy too. Because I mean, we we took our time. We uh, we when uh, the Tom Boss Club had to move, we went over there, interviewed Mustin to help kind of help them raise money for the new location. And mm-hmm. first thing we talked about was just the, the history behind that gym, and and all the championships that they got brought along with it. And it all comes to the foundation of Mr. Sugar Ray Seals here today. And that's good to know. I think people should hear more about the Tacoma Boxing Club. That's why we represent it. Um, we always promote them. It's facebook.com forward slash Tacoma Boxing Club. Um, you know where to reach us at, squaredcircle.com, uh, facebook.com forward slash squaredcircle101 or squaredcircle101 at gmail.com. When was the last time that they won something and what was it and how great? Um, so we would actually have to look, we would actually have to look that up, but, um, mm-hmm. I know they got a couple of Golden Gloves, uh, champion fighters out of there uh, too, man. So there still is recently, yeah. but, They um, just won recently, I think like last year, cause Mr. Mustin was, uh, he was indicted in the Golden Gloves Hall of Fame last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and that indicted, that only, that only inducted, comes with the inducted yeah, indicted man he ain't going to jail man. <laughs> that's, that's indicted, indicted, indicted. <laughs> oh man hey yo man it's been a pleasure man it's been and, a pleasure. and I wow. appreciate you man from the bottom of my heart man thank you for making your way out back to the town we appreciate you taking your time with hey, us today what are you doing listen, man. my pastor we go way back. <laughs> We go way back, man. This guy's been hiding fighters from me <laughs> this whole time I've known him. Man, because I had to wait till we got to this point, yeah, man, to bring him pastor, out, man. My pastor, man, we go way back when he was fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when he was fighting, man, pastor, he ate me, Joe. And then when we ran into Muhammad Ali in 1986 in Portland, Oregon, I mean, things really clicked. Me and Muhammad Ali were just floating around, man. So I think is that the, this could be the photo right yeah. over there actually for yeah, that's actually one of the right photos, man. Yeah. yeah, we were just enjoying ourselves, man. All right, man. Well, once again, Mr. Sugar Ray Seals, <laughs> Sunny Hill Shooter, want to thank you for your time. We out. Man, was that fun? Hey, that was probably all the interviews were different yeah. in their own way and unique. But that one was hilarious, man. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Isn't it awesome how this just came full circle, though? Because we started off with, with Mr. Mustin at the Tacoma Boxing Club. Then we did Bub City Bumpus. Then we got Sugar Ray Seals, the foundation of all this. Man, we, we bring it back, man. That's, a, that's what we call town business right there. Town business. And the best thing about it is that we like it raw. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. And you see, they talk to us like they don't talk to anybody else. You don't get the same... You know, uh, you don't get the same cleansed up stories, things you can't say on TV or the internet, or because everybody's so PC. He just said it like it was. And he, 
Luckily, we was we was in a I, we, I, we was I, in a house I, of God, so I, we didn't have to worry about nobody cussing. I I, I I couldn't tell him what not to say and what to say, man. But that's what makes it great, though. He answered all of our questions without even asking them. And when he dropped that gold medal, man, I was like, man. Oh. I think that thing was a little bit. That had some weight on it too, man. They don't make those anymore. They don't make those gold medals anymore, or guys like that anymore. And one thing that I forgot to ask him about that I talked to him about off the air was that he was a special needs teacher for 17 years. He taught kids with autism in high school. I have trouble with my 10-year-old now. These are high school students. That is a man that should be remembered for his talents on in the ring and outside the ring. And hopefully his story is told the right way. Now we got to continue about the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. And we got to do what we normally do. This is going to be a little extended episode for you because of that great interview we had. And we get, we still got to do our recap. We got to go into what's going on in the league. I'm sorry, out in the fight scene here. And uh, let's, let's go ahead and start off with the big farewell to the executioner. Yeah, he got sent out, all right. He got yeah. sent out on the ring. Now... I, I saw I saw a couple of things, and you know you don't really throw you don't throw rocks at the throne, man, because he is a champ, and he is a, not even just a champ; he is a legend, and yeah. he needs to be respected. I, I I take full responsibility on this because I had some people call me, and then uh, I I gave I didn't I'm not going to say I didn't give him no chance, but I thought Bernard Hopkins was going to win because this is a guy who went 12 rounds with Sergey Kovalev. He got knocked down, but I figured he was going to move a lot more, and I didn't think he was going. Now, Father Time is undefeated. Is yeah. now we can say that. Now we at first, now, at first it was a draw to it was now, yeah, yep. but uh, now it's a draw. But um, that that just goes to show, man. These kids is hungry and they looking to knock out legends, man. But as I said before, man, the writing was on the wall. The, everything about it was kind of a bad setup for B Hop. Uh, no, no, Nassim Richardson. Yeah. Uh, you you picked a, a young, hungry lion who knocked out a dude who's never been knocked out with Andre from Farah. This guy is still uh, he's still in the union for construction workers, and, and, and he's got a great story behind him, you know. And, and, and luckily, it, hopefully, this guy might have stopped being a construction worker. Hopefully, he gets a title shot. They're talking about him against this guy Sean Moneyham, which I, would be a great fight. I saw I saw a meme that says Sergey Kovalev, full time boxer. Couldn't knock out Bernard Hopkins, but you got Joe Smith, who's a part-time construction worker, that's knocks as, him out. That's about as white as a name as it gets. Yeah, Joe Joe Smith. <laughs> hey, I think you think he's a junior. That's the worst one. Come on, oh, come on, man. man. Just... Joe Smith Junior. Yeah, it's, that's that's like what was his name? Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Maybe just just just, John, just John Doe. Just, just John the same Doe. Though. But um, hey, much respect, man. Much love. I enjoyed watching you over the years, man. Uh, always a champ uh if it's still on netflix actually you guys should uh check out uh champions is it's called champs champions whatever it's called on netflix uh with mike tyson bernard hopkins and uh um, vander holyfield great documentary that you guys should check out too man if you don't know he this man started his whole life in prison basically man yeah. and that's where you came from and to see what he's doing now so i hate to see him go off like be sent off like that but i'm glad to see he's riding off yeah. now he can go to stick to promoting full and biggest time. things too for people that make those bad decisions that get those second chances is to know that you don't always have to continue to make those bad decisions now it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a boxer but there is other avenues to explore and try you just can't quit if you're lucky you can fight and that's going to be the best avenue for you no background check you gotta pass the drug test. That's it, and they get you in the ring. No and problem. Even, and even then, even if you even just look good, like you can't fight, they might pull you out the crowd. Hey, you, you want to make some money tonight? Come on, I got some shorts for you in the back. You know. Now let's go ahead and 
And let's move forward here. Farewell to the executioner. Let's talk about Kovalev. And Andre Ward here. So again. one of the so one of the things we we failed to mention last week because we were running a little bit short on time. Um, Andre Ward was considering retirement. Why? So I instantly got disgusted. Now, if anybody you guys know have been listening for a while, you know that's my favorite fighter. He's an SOG fan. He's I, I'm he's my number. He's pound for pound my number one fighter. So the carbon is my man shooter here. There's Pusha T, Ghostface, SOG <laughs> in that order. Right there. <laughs> In that order. Look, you talk about and then the dis- after you that. talk about the disappointment when I heard about something like this. I was like, that that has to be. Now I understand. Now what he said is for him to have the rematch with Sergey Kovalev, the fight has to make sense. He is negotiating from a champion standpoint. He won. He has the belts, so he gets Ooh. to decide majority of the stuff. I understand that because you are the champion, you get to negotiate that. I stuff. might give you a bad example but, on this one here, but because like a uh, go ahead. This is probably a horrible example, but it's a similar situation. It's just not as controversial. But Timothy Bradley could have said that after the first fight with Pacquiao. He'd be like, "Hey, that's it. Well, no rematch." It, but I, I understand. I understand the logic in that because that was a con- that was that was that more wasn't that was a, that, that was yeah. that wasn't even controversial. That, that, was, that was a robbery. That, that, was, that was a robbery. This I don't even see as controversial. It yeah. was just too close, close. to call. Yep. It was too close to call. You owe this man a rematch. You do. You need you to make this, sure you owe this. Only one, you got to set it straight. You, you gotta set the le- you gotta set the record straight, and then the thing is, even if save you lose you, more money in the third fight, more money, and then this Come is the trilogy. Man. This, this is, is something your like now. Now this is me not getting punched in my face by light heavyweight uh, former but champion. Even from the outside lock, looking in, what do we talk about? Gotti Ward, that was a legacy. Duran and Leonard, that was a legacy. These yeah. are signature yeah, Ali, fights. Ali Frazier. That was All a these, legacy. These are these legacies, are man. So, and the thing is, you don't look at Ali or Frazier in a negative light, even at with all. those losses. You don't even care if about you, the records. You, you, you just really, you remember you really, the thriller in Manila. We need this, man. Don't hey. There's don't a, it's, it's, it's don't already a great. Dare. It's already great fights don't turning up in 2017 that they have scheduled. You will I need you. The I need State you. If you retire, I need you on this. I need you. Come on. Come on, SCP. Uh, Kovalev said if he um, if he retired, he's a coward, and everybody knows what it is. And I can't disagree with it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to say I agree. I'm not going to disagree with that, man. Yeah. Hey, SOG, man, show him what it, show, show him what it's at. Whenever Mayweather only had two rematches mm-hmm. because they thought they were close, mm-hmm. and he finished them off the second. You got Do the, the same Jordan thing. Sponsor, he didn't. You said on. you said it. You said it yourself. You said you. You figured out his game plan. So, if anything, it'll be worse. So, make it easy work then. If Andre Ward retires, does he still have a hood pass? Yes, he has a hood pass because he still beat Sergey Kovalev and he's from Oakland. So, you're lucky on that one. I would have pulled it. Uh, now, <laughs> to talk about a guy we I don't know if we should talk about, but there's just so much stuff going on about him, and that's Lomachenko, Vasily Lomachenko. Because he's what such a him? skilled fighter. What about him? Um, so, they talk about the Salido 2 fight. Which will be good. That's his only loss. That's what he wants to redeem. But then Rigado is yapping about meeting him at a catchweight. I don't believe him. Okay. And then, but Lomachenko is interested in fighting Gamboa. So. Gamboa, I don't know if Gamboa is really up to par with that, but that's still a style matchup that's be good fun to watch. High school teenage stuff, man. They're all rumors, man. Give me something on paper that we can be, so we can make that's real. Right. But it all sounds good. It sounds real good. It, it sounds, sounds real good. good really it good. keeps us talking, keeps us in business, and that's what I'm talking about right now. The sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. You know you love Sunny Ill. You know you love Shooter. Make sure you tell a friend. Download that Squared Circle app. It's in your iPhone. It's in your Android phone. Google Play. The App Store. Just search Squared Circle 101. We are the number one search. Even if you go on Google, we're the number one search. 
That's for sure. Now, Joseph Parker, new WBO heavyweight champion out of New Zealand. They're talking about his first defense against Huey Fury, Tyson Fury's brother, or Jarrell Big Baby Miller. Those are two very intriguing fights there. So who do I want to see or who should he see? He should fight Fury. He should fight Fury. He's going to be closer to home, yep. New Zealand. And it's less dangerous than Jarrell Miller. Now, Jarrell Miller traveling to New Zealand to fight. That's a, that's another world because that's you're crossing the date line. So when he leaves on a Tuesday, he gets there on a Thursday. Wednesday just doesn't exist no more. That will mess with your head. I don't care who you are. 18 and 0, 16 knockouts. Oof, uh, you boy. you really want those problems with Jarrell Miller? Built like a WWE superstar, hits like a Mack truck apparently. You know, and that. Oh, and who man, and who was that? Hughie Fury or Huey Huey Dewey Louie. Hughie Fury, he's uh, Tyson Fury's little brother. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how good he is. I've seen him kind of fight a couple times, but he's always just in talks of opponents. Uh, 20, 20 and 0, 10 knockouts. Let's, just, let's look at his resume because we've seen we're familiar with Jarrell Miller. We've seen his KOs. Well, well the thing is, um, Fred Cassie was his uh, last Cassie mm -hmm. was his last opponent. Was the last opponent, but um, other than that, Anybody? though. Anybody we heard of there? Mm, no. Let, like, let, you know what? Mo all these were took most place in the UK. Yep. So I see so cup you of got, tea, you got, you English got, um, breakfast. That's so about all we know for Huey Fury. Hey, get out your brother's shadow. Try to get that fight because that's the only way to do it. As far as I'm concerned, you're still going to be Tyson Fury's little brother, and and he's not even really. I don't even. I don't even know if we can. He's even not even talk a champ. Him he's in, not even in, a champ. He's not even in the talks. And somehow he's in the talks. Like. He, his, everybody forgot about Tyson Montana, and they're still yapping about who they want to see. I don't. He ain't in rehab. The thing about it is the way the how ugly the Tyson Fury Klitschko fight was. That was that was a beautiful game of mind game chess, right there. It was. He 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 beat he beat Klitschko with just taunting mind games, facial expressions, and and, and he beat the boy like that. Nobody ever tried it, and it worked. What what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? No, granted. It was horrible to watch. If you actually survived through the whole fight, more power to you. I know I had to keep changing it and come back, but I still watched pretty I much the whole thing. I think day. I had Shoot. to watch it three different times right, to just, finish just it. Just finish it. Yeah, that, that sounds realistic. Now we got Arturo Ar Archer Ar Bitterbee. Arturo Bitterbee. So Isidro Payatu. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna go on a limb and I'm just gonna take better beef, Arturo yeah. Better Beef. This uh if you guys don't know we've mentioned it before in the show. He's been on Showbox New this Generation. Is, this is guy, he's right now he's ten and zero with ten knockouts. He's the yeah, real boy. deal. This is a dude who just who beat Sergey Kovalev twice in the amateurs. Two times. Now it's even though it's the amateurs, man, this is a guy this is a guy who's a force to be reckoned with in that light heavyweight division. Yeah, even though it's an amateur, he's a man who's seen him twice. Now if you faced him once, I could see maybe then we can brush you, it off. When you beat him two times, that means he had a second chance to evaluate and figure out what he really wanted to do to you, and you still won? At, now, that changes it a little bit. That changes it a little bit a lot there. And then they're also talking about David Price in the mix, uh, the fight with um, with Joseph Parker. Just, just to kind of circle back to that one. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with David Price, this would be good for uh, Joseph Parker because that's a little... It's a, it, it's a good... Uh, just, David Price got beat twice. By uh, American heavyweight Tony Thompson, I believe. Is that right? Can you check that for me? He got beat twice by Tony Thompson. 
Toy Thompson was a spoiler yeah. for it, and then he ended up getting beat, I believe, by I want to say Deontay Wilder. Was that right? Uh, nah, he got beat by Erkin Teeper. Teeper. Uh, who else was on that resume in there? So let me see. Well, the one thing about it is when he lost to Tony Thompson, he lost to Tony Thompson. Tony Thompson was uh, thirty six and zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, thirty six and three when he fought him. So he fought a wily veteran too in the UK too, and that was yeah. supposed to be like a, a a good win for him. So David Price is a name that somehow circles back around in the mix with Joseph Parker. I wouldn't be surprised if they give Joseph Parker that fight before the, the Fury. I would take four. I would take Fury because you talk about David Price's he's he's, he's seasoned twenty one twenty one wins three losses eighteen KOs man the beat power's the, there beat the hungry lion hey <laughs> beat the hungry lion now so let's go back I'm sorry to go back to Bitter Beef though if you guys aren't familiar with this guy look him up on YouTube because if if you don't remember his name now you'll remember it later all right and now let's go into the KTFO. So this is going to be the first time ever we're doing the KTFO for 2016. If you follow us on Twitter.com forward slash at Talking Smack 101. And we're going to put some videos up on Facebook. The poll will be on Twitter. I need you all to vote for the best KTFO of 2016. Right now I got up. We got Canelo versus Amir Khan, which was a murder. Uh, Mason Menard's got one on there. Not the one he received yet. But that's going to be up there too probably. Then we also have the B-Hop. Getting knocked out the rings. Knocked out the ring. Knocked out the ring. He disappeared in the shadows when he fell out. Now, since I got you on the air, I mean, Uh-oh. can we? Uh oh. Can no. can we put your boy uh, Brian Perella in there? You mean the best dressed fighter in boxing? No, we can't because he wasn't KTFO'd. He was TKO'd. Oh. Two different oh, things. Okay. And if you notice and download the Squirt Scroll app, not a section, bro. No TKO section. <laughs> Not at all. No technical knockouts. We do KTFOs. We need to knock that F out, man. Because that's what we're looking at. We want to see dude get slept. Get slept. Like one of them I'm going to put up is that, that Jake Bell versus Mike Madonna. It's already on here. Yeah. But that's one to vote for. Yeah. Because we saw a good KTFO on that one. If I miss any for 2016, please hit us up. That's what we want the number one. That's the one where you face planted, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Anytime yeah. anytime you fall forward, you gotta Just you gotta call it. Just stop it. Just stop it immediately. No more. Timber. Oh, that's it, chopping up. Man, we had such a great interview with Sugar Ray Seals. How did you feel about that, man? That was man, great, I right? told you, man, I just came down off the emotional high a little bit ago, man. Because, we could have like, kept man, going. We could have made we, this a two-part we, series. I, I know you guys got a short attention span, just like my co-host over here, Sonny Ill. Huh? So we just <laughs> so, so basically, we just kept it short and sweet for you guys, man. It's running a little bit long, but hopefully, man, this is what your power hour of pure entertainment is supposed to the be sweet about. science. Uh, we power, are here to talk about that. Power hour and a quarter. What's power hour and a quarter, that's right. It's still a power hour of pure entertainment. And 15 minutes and 44 seconds is what we added. Because, man, that gold medal, when he broke that out, I was just like, yes. If, if you don't know, I don't know what year they stopped. But they don't get gold medals anymore. They don't get real gold medals anymore. And if they do, they can't take it out that country. They get gold-plated little things. Every rapper has a better gold medal than an actual Olympian. And that's horrible. That's horrible. So what Michael Phelps got? Michael Phelps, he probably got some real shit. <laughs> he probably got that real, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's not, let's, we can't ignore that he, he's a swimmer. You know what I'm and he's on cover Wheaties box. Might be Anglo-Saxon. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I'm just saying. Hussein Bolt? You think he got real gold medals? Man, he better, man. I mean, if, if he did, he'd have all the gold in Jamaica. <laughs> That's for sure. 
But let's get back to the sweet science of boxing. Hey, uh, I got a question to ask you, man, before we uh, roll no, out of yes, here. maybe. <laughs> before we roll out of here, man, I saw something. So, 2017 is shaping up to be a great year on boxing. Uh, I already said 2015 was the best year in boxing that I've ever been a part of and been able to witness firsthand that I can actually remember. It was a great year last year. 2017 is already shaping up to do that. I um, already sent you the article of Andre Bertel saying that um, PBC, PBC and Al, Al Heyman, they're gonna they're forcing everybody to fight each other. No more so padded a lot, fights, guys. So a lot of O's got to go. So especially mm-hmm. when you're seeing the Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman's come up, you're starting to see the... Anthony Joshua starting to get more, and then the winner of the Anthony Joshua Klitschko fight is supposed to be lined up for Deontay. Wa- I mean, for um, Luis Ortiz. For Luis Ortiz, Deontay Wilder's trying is, to get into the mix. I think he should uh, he, step he back. He should step off. Um, let these guys let let them slaughter each other. And then Oscar De La Hoya already said that the Triple G Canelo fight is ha- happen. is happening in around September, October, September. November. So. It's it's a beautiful, it's March a beautiful 18th, thing. Triple G, Daniel Jacobs got announced. Yep. What I said it was going to be in New York. If it goes to purse bid, it's going to be at Madison Square you Garden. You did. Which is, it's a, it'll be kind of neutral for both, but Dan, Daniel Jacobs, the miracle man, being the New Yorker, it should be in his favor, even though there is a big, strong Russian community there in New York. Um, there, this is going to be a tough fight to call, man. I well, I, I always say that I think Canelo is the only one who could beat Triple G. Canelo and Andre Ward. Yes, I don't disagree with that at all. But Daniel Jacobs is a man who beat death, and Abel Sanchez is more worried about Daniel Jacobs than anybody else because how do you how do you beat a man who already beat death? He's not scared of nothing. See, the thing is, on paper, it all looks good. I don't want Daniel Jacobs to perform on Nicholas Walters. He's not going to run. And he's not going to quit. Nicholas but at the same, but at the same, but hey, real talk though. So, but at the same as Daniel Jacobs, everybody's he, got he, a plan to get hey, punched in the today, mouth. Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. And Triple okay. G is relentless. So we're going to see. It's going to bring out who's who yeah. in this fight. It's going to bring out, find who out they the really best are. of them. I, I, I believe Daniel Jacobs. Uh, he'll stand and fight. I think he'll take a knockout. It won't go to distance I, I, at all. Um, on either or, either or, either way, I will not go to distance either way with Man, this fight. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later about our picks because we're As so we far ahead of that. As we get to March, um, we'll get to it because there's a lot of fights coming up. We got the Dan- they're James talking. About, they're talking about. They're talking about uh, Canelo and Chavez Jr. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see until they make that final. But um, that'll now, be now. I don't know how I feel about that one because it's a fight I really want to see. But should be in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. If it's in Vegas, should we should we be worried about that? Hispanic presence then. No, what's the difference? They're well, both from Mexico. One of them is Las Vegas, which is an American soil. U.S. city. Granted, it's Spanish. I bet you Chavez Sr. is going to be sitting in Canelo's corner. <laughs> he wishes that was his real son, man. Yeah, I you, promise you, I he's bet just you, like, man. I, you think he has little cutouts of he's Canelo in, over pictures like, of man, him and, and Julio Jr.? For real, man. He's like, uh, you're my real son. You're my real son. You got the heart. Yeah, you got the heart, yeah. So, Granted, you look like a, an Irish O'Malley, but still, it's okay. You know, you know, you you should have been the one. You should have been the one. But this is your power hour, pure entertainment. We know how much you love just hearing us speak. We love hearing us speak. Now make sure you tend to you tell your friends about us. Go to facebook.com forward slash squared circle one hundred one, twitter.com forward slash talking smack one hundred one, or give us some feedback at squared circle one 
SquaredCircle101 at gmail.com. Definitely engage in the Facebook, too, because we are always putting articles up. We're always putting fights up, scenes up, uh, motivational things up. It's a, lot, it's a lot of different stuff that we got up on there, man. We got this thing that I, I put up a while ago, the Ultimate film, film Study, where this guy broke down Mike Tyson perfectly. It was like a 22-minute video, and it was just That's gorgeous the way he was. His, now, his, his I fight. am very good analytically, and I know my boxing. I know my combat sports. If you think I don't, come test me, buddy. Come test me, and I guarantee I can break it down. And he was beyond me, bro. And this was this, this was, was guy. this was beyond fan. This yeah. is beyond fandom. Yeah. So um, make sure you do that, and then um, also get into some arguments on there. We would love to hear you guys' feedback, hey. man. You guys are you guys are just as important tell as us the show. We suck. We know we don't, but tell us anyways. We want to hear that feedback. We need to know what to get improved to be better. We want to entertain you. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Hit me with that quote one more time. When your number is called, be ready. When your number is called, be ready. That's a good one. Yeah. Metaphorically speaking, if you don't get it, I don't know what to tell you on this one. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. You're not ready. You're not ready at all. My man Shooter. Episode 23, another great time with you. It was It's an honor to share the field of battle with you, my friend. And it was an honor to be in the presence of boxing royalty with Mr. Sugar Ray Seals from the Tacoma Boxing Club. You got anything else to say? Nah, man, I'm good, man. I, I appreciate you guys. Hit us up. Bye.